Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Endless Opinions. I am your co-host, Hayden Brinkley. And with Hayden Brinkley, as always, Zach Bristol. All right, so we were just talking before uh, before we even went live. We're really just fucking kind of venting to each other about people that ask for shit. And, you know, just like when, I don't know, it's just a great pet peeve of mine when someone asks me for something and I know that I'm never going to get anything in return. And it's like when I don't like, especially it's always the people that you don't really know that well. It's people that you're like, oh, you know, we we work together or we did work together or we went to school together and I know something that you can do for me. So I'm going to hit you up about it. And then one of two things happens. You do it and then they learn that, oh, this this guy, he'll help you out. So I, I, I know I can always hit him up if, you know, the example I was using just before the podcast started is, you know, like back when I was working my first job at movie theater where me and Hayden both worked for you know a little while. Well, I started working there when I was 16. I worked there when I was 16 and 17 and 18. And then uh, I quit when I was 18. But, you know, when I turned 18, I at the time I was vaping. And there was all these other 16, 17, 80-year-olds, 18-year-olds that would, you know, work with us. And that's all they would want is, hey, man, since you're already going to the vape store, can you just, you know, get something for me? And it's like, hmm, okay. I'll take a risk and do something that I don't need to do for what? Because when people like that ask you for things, they never give anything in return. And if you deny them and you tell them no, you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. And they're in their point of view, oh man, you could have it, it wouldn't have been anything for you to help me out, man. And it's like you've never done shit for me. Yeah, and you know, it's only convenient for those people when you're doing the same thing. So I know here in Georgia you have to be twenty one to obviously buy any nicotine products. Jules, any salt-based Nick uh, stuff, whatever you want to call it. And when they changed that over, I had a lot of people hit me up and they're like, hey man, you know, since you're, uh, and the funniest part about it would be like, they'd start off with like a, just a friendly conversation. Hey man, you know, how's it going? I hadn't talked to you in forever. Oh man. You know? Yeah. When people hit you up to catch up, there's always a catch. Yeah. The air quote on catch up, you know, there's obviously a reason why they're asking, they're, they're messaging you in the first place. They're because not just thinking about you. No, no one ever does what that. he's up to nowadays. Hmm. Let me message him. No one does that. Nobody. Nobody. So, and that's the funniest part. It's like, I've had people just, they're like, they start a whole conversation and then, you know, I'm like, all right, this shit's suspect. All right, what do you want? Uh, I eventually get to the point, I'm like, uh, not to be rude here, but is there a reason why you're asking, you know, what's going on? They're like, well, you know, hey, you know, you know, this whole thing about you had to be 21 to buy nicotine products. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, well, since you're 21 and over, would you be able to, you know, maybe buy me some, uh, you know, just, just once or something like that, you know, I, I don't have anyone else to ask. I'm like, ah, oh, bro, I would, but I'm out of town. I'm in Carrollton. I'm in Columbus. And you know where my ass is? Right on that fucking bed. <laughs> yeah. I am not doing anything else except laying in bed. So if you have asked me about nicotine stuff, just know I have lied to you. And I will say that on the record. Like, don't be, first off, well, like I was saying right before we started, don't be the person who's a freeloader and who just asks people for conveniency. Don't don't be that person. Just stop, okay? You can ask somebody else 
your parents, your older brother, your older sister, and if you don't have any older relatives or whatever, then hey, man, you're shit out of luck. Go find some random guy on the side of the street and see if he'll do it for a couple bucks. Yeah, man, it's it's fucking annoying, and especially yeah, of course when when I turned eighteen, people started asking me about nicotine and you know things like that, or uh, or like uh, swishers for smoking weed, stuff like that, or. when I turned 21, people asked me about alcohol, and I know you obviously went through the same thing. Cause, yep. Yeah. It, it was annoying. And being someone who smokes weed openly and everyone knows about it, it's also a big problem because there's just a lot of people, friends and people who I wouldn't even consider friends, hit me up on the regular. And there's there's some people that only hit me up. Uh, and I, they, I don't know if they think I don't notice or if they, they think that they're being discreet about it and they're like, ah, I don't think he's going to catch on to this. But there's people that only hit me up for that purpose. And they'll be like, yeah, we're friends. But I never hear from them unless it's about, hey, man, do you got any weed? Can I come smoke some of your weed? Can you sell me some of your weed? Anything like that. And it's really annoying because everybody knows that I am not a drug dealer. I don't, I don't buy drugs to resell them. I don't buy any drugs other than weed, if you want to classify it as a drug. I smoke weed. I buy it to smoke it oh, no, for that, myself. That little baggie of coke in your backpack says <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, fucking, no, but yeah, like, uh, it really grinds my gears that because I smoke weed, it automatically just means that if, I, if you're a friend of mine, my weed is your weed. That's not how it works. And people just want to take advantage of it in, in, in any way they can. Oh, I can't find weed. Right now. At least I have a friend that smokes because he'll hook me up. I'll tell you the worst part, too, is like someone who's like trying to play you as if like you don't know what's going on. They're like, oh, bro, you know, you know, what's. Yeah, man, like you, you still smoke, right? And I'm like, and you're like, yeah, you know, I've been smoking for about two years. And they're like, oh, bro, that's awesome. You know, I, I really wish I had some because, you know, I just ran out the other day. And it's almost like Don't they're try. trying to guilt trip you into asking them, hey, do you want some of my weed? Yep. No. Yeah. They'll try their hardest to not have to ask the question. And they I want you to offer. And I know you. I know you enough to, you're probably like, oh, damn, that's... <laughs> I'm not itching to give away my weed <laughs> by any means. Yeah, but, like, for real, though, you're like, let's have a serious talk about this. Don't be that person. Just don't. Because then you're going to be associated with the personality type, like, oh, he's a guy who asks everyone about free shit, if they can get some of their stuff, if uh, whatever it is, or they'll ask for favors only when it's convenient for them. Like it's don't be that person. It's so frustrating to the point. It's like, you, no one's going to want to talk to you at that point. No one's going to want to invite you anywhere. No one's going to want to, no one is going to like you is what I'm trying to say. And as harsh as that is, I mean, it's true. Like I can't even deny it. It's like all these people think that for some reason that they just have it in their head that they're like a very pretty girl. And because that's how pretty girls live their life you mm-hmm. know i'm not all pretty girls it's obviously a massive stereotype but the stereotypical pretty girl dumb you know kind of skate through life off of looks alone that's exactly what that is is i'm pretty you're gonna do things for me and 
And I've what's got, sad is some people do it. They're, yeah, oh, they're, yeah. they're so obedient to that pretty girl. Like, oh, my God. That's called a simp. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking simp ass. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, some people will go through their entire life. You know, I, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, it's crazy to me that, like, I just, I'll never understand these rich dudes that buy young, beautiful wives. And they know, they know that this girl does not love them only cares about it. She's here for your money, dude. And you know it. She knows it. She knows you know it. You know she knows it. And you know she's fucking other dudes because she's not going to just be fucking that one 70-year-old. She's fucking gorgeous. Mm, so how okay. do you, how you go through your life knowing this and you're just okay? I think, dude, I, I think it's one of those things where it's just you show off that person, that girl, that guy or whatever you're into. You just show them off. That's and, the thing, though. What's to show off? Because everybody in the room knows that. Knows. Hey, yeah. Oh, you got a beautiful wife? Oh, it's because of your money. And she's not just fucking you. She's fucking him and him. And, and you know that everybody knows it. So why does everybody play the game and just play along? Like, how did you two meet? You know, that's uh, until you brought that up, that's that's actually a very good question to ask. I, I don't understand. Everybody knows that everybody knows it. It's not a secret. No one is fooled by that. No one thinks. They're oh, just... That dude's she got really a girl. Loved, it's so sweet that she found love. That even at his old age, he's able to... Like, no one believes it. We all know the trick. But there's like... Uh, there's so many people that come to mind or when you say that. There was a... A basketball owner, I think. Yes, for the bro, I was thinking the same exact thing. The, the racist dude that had his... Yeah. His wife, she, uh, he was on the phone with her. And she recorded everything, and she was, like, hanging out with these basketball players. I guess these black dudes that were basketball players or yeah. something like that. And she was in photographs with him, or with, with the black dudes, and he was upset by that. And he was telling her, look, you can, you can hang around, and you can, you can have sex and do whatever you want with all these, you know, black guys. But don't take pictures of them. That's bad for my image. That's what he was saying, because he's, like, a racist, and I guess to his other rich 80-year-old friends... It's not very tasteful for your lover to be in photograph. I don't know. He's living in the fucking 1800s, but yeah, that's besides the point. And he he was even telling her in the phone call, "Hey, look, you can have sex with these guys, but don't take pictures with them." What kind that's of relationship? So why are you even doing this? You're just paying her to fuck other dudes and fuck you sometimes. How? I mean, honestly, how oh often do you think a 70 or 80 year old dude is getting it on? Fucking, he can't go for a walk for five minutes without having to sit down. <laughs> it's probably like once a week kind of thing. Like, I, I'm, I'm never. It's so weird. Like that whole thing. And the age gap is ridiculous too. Like you were saying, it's probably like just uh, just to be nice, maybe 75 and 30. Like that's the oh, age yeah, gap. right, dude. <laughs> like that, I, but that's just me being nice about yeah, it. Like I'm yeah, just trying to give some space there. Dudes. Yeah. yeah. Some of these guys like them. Fresh. Like, like 25, yeah, 24, right, you know, 20, like, like yeah. those young, young, younger girls, should like I say. Hugh not. Hefner, for example, he, he had five wives. I think oh, bro, all... but he's a legend, okay? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's different. That's, that's a whole other thing. How? How? You're 75, 80, however he old, old he was his last few years of his life. How? Because they have... knew how much of a badass he was in his early year, yeah, earlier years. But still, like, five... 25 year old wives how does he make time to have sex with all of them well what can he even still do 
I don't even think it's about him. What I'm thinking is, I mean, let's be honest. Hugh Hefner's a very wealthy individual, and you got to assume it's about money. I mean, I mean, it's about the money and the image and, you know, all yeah. of his wives. They were known as his wives. He made them famous. So, I mean, of course, I, I get it to an extent, but also, like, I don't know, man. Okay, it's, it's here's, so here's a don't... hypothetical for yeah, you, okay? okay? All right. So, say you're a 20-year-old female, okay? okay? Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Nice, just just beautiful, okay? okay? Victoria's Secret model, beautiful. All right, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, let me I finish first. <laughs> <laughs> and some will say, just to be nice here too, and give some uh, space on this for the age gap. Let's say some sixty-year-old guy comes up, says, "Hey, if you hang around me, if you let me have sex with you every so amount of time, I'll pay you a couple million dollars a year." I mean, what do you say? Can you like? Do you deny that? I don't know what a couple million dollars is. Let's say $4 million a year. Yeah. So that's the thing is like, I feel like to be the person, because I know so many, I know so many girls that I know if asked that question and put in that scenario, they would totally say yes. I also know a few girls that put in that scenario would be like, fuck no. Like I, I value, I have morals, but it just, I guess it really, what it comes down to is how happy or unhappy are you with your life currently? Because for you to be the type of person that would say yes to that, you have to be willing to throw your entire current life in the trash. You're starting a new life at that point. If you're going from living with your parents or you're in college or just out of college and you're broke and now you don't have to ever worry, why the fuck did you go to college to marry some 60, 70 year old billionaire, millionaire, billionaire, whatever it is, you don't need to work at that point. And any girl that would say yes to that guy obviously doesn't want to work. Because if you're going to go to college and, and get out and graduate and then still say yes to that, that's you going, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, I don't, I don't have to work. Sweet. I went to college. <laughs> I mean, at least I had fun, but I don't have to work anymore. Woohoo! Time to celebrate. All I have to do is fuck this old guy for, you know, once or twice a week and my life is set for the rest of my life. I can buy whatever I want, travel wherever I get, want to travel to. But what is your family going to think? What are your friends going to think? They're not going to like it. So you have to throw your entire life away. All your family and friends are going to be like, that's so ridiculous. I mean, I'm sure some of them are going to be like, ah, I get it. <laughs> I mean, for that money, I, I know. Some people just don't care, but it. I don't I don't fucking think so. I don't, if, unless I was just at the point where I wanted to kill myself. Yeah. And I was just super unhappy with my life and I already didn't like my family or Jesus my friends. Christ. Or my job it's or anything. Dark. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm serious though. You got to think, any girl who's ever said yes to that kind of proposition probably wasn't very happy with her life. I mean, I guess I can say that. So your ultimate answer is no. No, and, unless I'm a depressed piece of shit and I've gotten nothing else to do. And I just, I mean, me, I'm the type of person that if you, if, even if some rich old, you don't even have to call me a girl and say, you know, hypothetically, if right now, me being where I'm at, some 60, 70, 80 year old sugar mama, some old lady who's the CEO of a big company and she retired with, you know, half a billion dollars. And she was like, you're what I've been looking for. Young, tall. I like your look. I'm going to, I want to, I want to buy you pretty much. She yeah. was straight to the point, not even no bullshit. Just like she, I mean, obviously someone going into that scenario is going to know like, Hey, look, I'm old. You don't want to fuck me. That's why 
this is gonna work because I have all this money. So let's make a deal here. So if she really came to me, no bullshit, just said, what do you think? And let's just say I'm not in a relationship like I am now. I don't think I could fucking do it. I don't think so. For I don't think real? I could do it. There's, I, there's no, okay. no, because I've seen, I know too, I, if the internet was not a thing, of course I would say yes. But knowing what I know and seeing all these rich, famous people go through life with all their fame and their money, and they still end up killing themselves and being depressed, I don't think, I, I think I wouldn't be able to live with myself knowing that I threw away everything that did matter to me because I thought that money would make me happy. So no, I don't think I could do it. And I've come to the decision that anybody who does do that is just, I don't even know the word. Say it. I don't know. You can say it, bro. <laughs> say it. Know. It's not that I think it's too bad to say. I just don't know the right word. Low life, sim, yeah. grimy. Yeah, you're just... Fuck it. I'm grimy. I'm going for it. I'm pulling up in a brand new Lamborghini. What do you think, Hayden? If you were approached right now where you are in your life right now, minus the fact that you were in a relationship and say some... Say she was even not the worst looking lady. Say she was like 55 or 60 years old and she was like, eh, you know, she's... She's in shape. She's, you know, obviously, she's obviously 60. She's definitely not 20, but I mean, she's not the worst looking person in the world. She's old, but she's really rich. She's got a nice ass fucking house, say in California or where, whatever your dream state is or someplace where you're just like, oh, I love to live there. Or like in the mountains in Colorado, say she's got a house in fucking all three of your favorite states, you know, yeah. whatever it is, she's super rich. And she's like, hey, look, babe, like, you're what I want, and whatever you want, I can make it happen. You want a house here, there, over here, New Zealand? I don't care. Tell me. I'll make it happen. Can we do this? Oh, yeah. Yeah? 100%. Dude, I'm not even fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to play pool boy for five uh, years and have sex with you? Okay, let's fucking go. But she also, one of the stipulations is, but we're not getting married. And if Fine. you ever decide to leave me, you're not taking any money with you. I've got the best lawyers in the world, and you cannot win. How long do I have to stay? Doesn't matter. Until she dies? Uh, yeah, I guess. Just pushing her down a flight of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whoa, what? Uh, 100%, yeah. No, I, I don't I don't give a shit. Yeah. I, I'll do it. We'll do it. Dude, I mean, you know, no, no hate or no offense to anybody right now, but dude, my life is not exhilarating. I go to work, uh, I get paid fairly decent, you know, for what it is, and I come here, I work out, and that's it. You're telling me as long as I'm there and as long as she's alive, she pays me however much, whatever I want. If I want a fucking brand new Lamborghini, I'm getting it. Yep. Sign me up. I don't give a shit what you say. If you say I'm a simp, if you say I'm grimy, I'm disgusting. Oh, no, I don't give a shit. 100%. That's not even a thought. So let's say when you die, a highlight reel comes up. Okay. Or not even a highlight reel. I don't know what you want to call it, but let me just explain it. So when you die, all the very crucial, important decisions in your life, you get to look back and see, if I would have chosen the other option, what would have happened? So like big decisions like... Should I break up with this girl or continue to be with her for the rest of my life? Should I 
leave this job, even though this is a really good job and take a chance on something that might not work? Should I say yes to this 60 year old lady or no and continue my life and see if I can build my own thing and get rich my own way and do everything myself and make it worthwhile? Say you look back when you die and you see if you would have said no, all of your dreams would have came true and you would have built maybe this podcast up to be something really great. And you would have started your own business doing X thing. And you would have maybe dabbled in a few other business doing this, this, and that. And you would have been super wealthy. Do you think that's it would have been worth it? I mean, Do you that's... think if this lady came to you and said, think about this for the next week, you can't give me an answer until, you know, uh, 30 days from now. You have 30 yeah. days to think about it. You really think that you would choose but, I mean, that's, money that's and so objects. Tough over because you would you know everybody in your current life if you said yes would not fuck with you anymore oh yeah i know that 100 yeah. <laughs> percent. <laughs> i know how much of a slime bag i'd be to yeah. everyone else but like i mean you you have to think about it too it's like tomorrow i could die get hit by a bus oh yeah for sure like that's that's just how it is so one can only hope and you know it, it, give it <laughs> oh my god jesus zach that's really back some nope. anyways so if you're telling me, uh, I mean, there's a lot that goes into that, okay? Yes, I, I wouldn't know up until basically I die and I look back and there's a highlight reel. Here's what would have happened if you would have said no. You know, I, I could have made millions of dollars off the podcast. I could have I could have started my own business down the road by when I'm 30. But let's just say, hypothetically, I go on a business trip when I'm 30 because I have this other business. I get hit by a bus. Plane goes down. I choke on a fucking carrot. Okay, let's say you say yes to the 60-year-old lady, and it turns out she's not into that type of shit, and this was just a lure to get you to her house so she could tie your ass up and pretend like she's about to do something kinky to you, and then she starts fucking some full-blown torture shit until you die. I mean, you can talk what ifs all you want, but... What if I meant it? <laughs> I don't know where those scars came from. Hey, man, let's shut up, okay? This isn't supposed to be on the podcast. Uh, yeah, so, okay. I mean, yeah, if that's if that's the scenario, then, yeah, maybe I would regret it a little bit. But, it, you know, given what you really don't know, it's like, well, do you take the route where it's, you know, okay, this may be unethical for me to do, but... At the same time, I can manage to squeeze my way out of some scenario. So let's just say I get paid a certain amount of change. I can invest in some shit that on, on, I do it on the side and it potentially takes off. And now I'm gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the stipulation is you don't, she doesn't give you any money. She's yeah. not like here's 10000 here's another 10000 oh, okay. She says anything you want, I'll make it happen. But she doesn't pay you. She and does. When she, she dies. You don't me. get her money or any of her houses or anything. You don't get that okay. Necessarily, you don't get to keep all your nice stuff because she's not there to pay for it anymore. So, so you totally misread this whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> totally misread that. So yeah, if that's the case, yeah, I'm out. Because I feel like at that point you would have gone through maybe you know a year, or two, or three, or four, or five of I, all of this amazing stuff. Yeah, and then you're back to square one. Yeah. And, and now you have nothing and your expectations are super high because you've been living so great this whole time. And now you're back to back to making, fuck. you know, now my life really sucks because yep. I don't have a purpose anymore. I don't have family, friends. At that point. Yes, that's fair. I, I totally misread that. Because uh, I, I, we were talking about, obviously, from if you were going to get paid yeah. X amount of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But if you're saying I don't see a dime, yeah, no, and no, it's no. she, you know, no, she's just yeah. ultimately, you know, just the one that's making this shit happen. Well, that's, that's how that's how most of these things work with these, you know, these girls that marry these really old dudes. They don't; these guys don't put them on salary. They don't give them a job. Yeah. They give them their access to their credit card. But I mean, there's a lot of these rich dudes. I'm sure there has to be that are like, look, babe, if you're gonna, if we're gonna do this, I mean, obviously we know, we both know. You're not doing this because you're super attracted to me and you fell in love with me. And I'm not doing this because we get along super well. This is because you're hot and I'm rich. So I'm not doing this whole, if we divorce, you're taking half my money shit. Mm-hmm. So these girls, a lot of these girls, I mean, there's definitely some that get put in that scenario and they, they end up taking half the dude's money. But a lot of these rich dudes have learned from their peers who have made mistakes and married really rich, pretty young or not rich but really pretty young women who marry them and then immediately or six months or a year later divorce them and take half their money so these girls who do say yes to those scenarios where they're like look if we get divorced you're you're not getting half my money we're gonna make this you know we're gonna fill out everything to where that doesn't happen and if you can agree to that then then i'll i'll you know make sure you're taken care of for as long as i'm alive and if you know, you make it to my death, you can inherit half my money or a lot of money or whatever it is. But that's a commitment. Like, <clears throat> do I want to say yes? And then I'm kind of stuck in this contract with this dude until he dies. I don't know when he's going to die. It could be a year. It could be 10 years. Do I really want to fucking do this for 10? 10 years is not a little quick thing. Yeah. You can get very unhappy. Because when you get put into the, okay, I'm rich now, I'm filthy rich. You go from, even if you were dirt poor before, and now you're filthy rich. It's fun. I bet it's a blast. It's probably one of the most amazing feelings ever to be like, I don't have to worry about money anymore. I can buy whatever. I've ne- I never thought I would see that car. Now I, I'm driving it. I've got five of them. And you're telling me I don't have to look at a price tag ever again? Yeah. And then a month later, you're like, okay, this is you know, still cool. There's a lot of things I still haven't done. But then at a year, you're like, you're nor- it's normalized at that point. Yeah. And this is your just this is just normal life at this point. It's not like, wow, I get to, I get to drive the McLaren. You're like, I drove a fucking Lamborghini and a, a Dodge Viper yesterday. I don't give a shit about another car. I don't give a shit about the most expensive handbag or the the coolest, you know, like buying a, like a really nice house or having like a really cool pool because I already have everything I've ever wanted. Anything I can think of, I can have. So after a year of doing that, you're just as depressed as you were before because everything's normalized. You can't go above the scale. Like Dan Bilzerian was on Joe Rogan a long time ago, and they had a conversation about this exact thing, why so many rich people kill themselves and are unhappy. And it's because you can only, you know, your happy scale can go from, let's say we're talking one through 10. It can only reach 10. 10 is the happiest you can be. You know, like when you're, you've probably hit a 10 before. There's probably been moments in your life where you were like, this is awesome. Uh, like, example for me would be like, you know, when you're 17 or whatever and you are and you know you're about to get laid. You're like, the mindset <laughs> yes. you have because you've had sex maybe not at all or maybe only once or twice in your life or whatever it is. And you're like going into it like, I know, like knowing for sure I'm about to go over and like me and my girlfriend, we're going to have sex. Like this is, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> It's, it's that's a 10 you're at a 10 so you can't go above a 10 yeah so you know if someone came up to me right now and was like i'll buy you this ferrari 
and I'll pay it off and I'll pay the payments every month. Like you don't have to worry about it. This is completely paid for. All you have to do is drive it. Fuck, I'm at a 10. I'm at a 10. But if I drive that car and I have that car and then, you know, a year later you come to me, I'm going to buy you a, a brand new Toyota Supra. Oh. I'll be like, okay, well, I'd probably be at like a, a seven or an eight because fuck yeah, I'd love to have a Supra, but I've already got a Ferrari. So like, it's not that cool. This is a much cheaper car than the Ferrari. Whereas a year prior, you didn't give me a, a Ferrari and you said, I'm going to buy you a Supra. I'd have been at a 10. It doesn't matter. Supra, Ferrari, whatever. If you're going to give me something or buy me something super expensive, I'm going to be at a 10. But with these, when you get rich and you start having all these amazing things and you're eating at the best restaurants three times a day, all the best food prepared fresh right in front of you all the time and you're living in a mansion and you have a three vacation homes and all these different places, one on the beach, one in the mountains, one in the woods, one in another country, and you're constantly traveling, seeing all these things, it becomes normal. And you might think right now, like, oh, I'd love to be rich and famous and be able to travel the world and not have to worry about money anymore. But problems are always around and all they do is just shift. If you're not worried about this, you're gonna be worried about that. So at the end of the day, I feel like it'd just be a much better Feeling. I don't think I'd be able to live with myself knowing that ah, I don't me I don't I don't think I can amount to anything so I'm just gonna take the deal take the easy way out get the money instead of having to work who wants to fucking work and feel fulfilled in their life that's fucking old-fashioned I'll just take the easy way out give me that fucking Lamborghini baby literally my exact words <laughs> <laughs> but yeah okay I can understand that I, I, I understand like everything that you sort of said like it's you know, if you can manage to somehow foresee in the future, like you're going to end up being successful, like just, just bear down on it. Don't, you know, don't. Even if you never get there. Yeah. I feel like it's still worth it because, you know, however unhappy you are right now, if you've got problems within yourself, money will not fix it. Money can make you happy temporarily for a little bit, just like a new girlfriend can. When you get a new girlfriend, you know, that first week, two weeks, maybe month is like amazing. It's so great. But things normalize. And it, there's that old saying, you know, it, the hottest girl you could possibly think of, or your dream girl, any girl you see, no matter how beautiful she is, perfect she is to you, there's some dude somewhere out there who's tired of fucking her. Damn. And the, if you're, you know, uh, an overweight individual and the only type of people you can hook up with are other overweight people and you think that that's, you know, not okay, it's all perspective. Because the really attractive people who get to have sex with the other really attractive people, that's just a, that's just a girl to them. Because that's their normal life. They've always had that. It's not anything special. To you, it might be like, this would be, if I could have a chance to even see this girl in person, I don't, I don't even know what I would do. But if you actually started dating her, it would you'd get accustomed to it over time. Mm-hmm. And if she had, a, had flaws just like any other human, you'd get sick of her shit too. No matter, It doesn't matter how pretty she is. Well said. I can't argue any of that. It looks like I have some shit I got to discover <laughs> on. I got to look into her a little bit. I got to have this uh, talk to myself here <laughs> later on. <laughs> uh, well, let's pray Hayden doesn't run into any really rich, horny <laughs> old women anytime soon. <laughs> totally misread the whole situation, but it's okay. It's all right. Uh, I think that's where we'll settle at. Definitely went a little over, but it was a good talk. I enjoyed that. Right. That one kind of came out of nowhere, so... We're good with that. Um, all right. You know where to find us, at Brinkley Hayden Zero on Instagram. 
You can find me at ZBristolZ, and you can find us on Twitter at OpinionsEndless. And don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and rate the podcast, please. That would be great. All right. See you guys next week. <laughs>